Thanks for joining us here for another episode of the Diversions Podcast. A super special episode here for you guys today. Why? Well, today we have a guest. The Luigi to my Mario. My younger brother, Richard, a.k.a. Filthy Rich. Hey guys, how's it going? What's up, buddy? But let's not forget the other host here, who is Bumbling B. Hey, it's B. (laughs) I forgot a part of this, too. (laughs) As you all know, I'm Keddy. I'm actually taking over this podcast. (laughs) That's true. I'm just chilling on the couch. These two are going to do the work today. I'm just going to mediate whatever brotherly squabbles they get into. (laughs) Brian's on probation today to see if he makes the cut. God, I really hope I can get in the big game, coach. You're the unbiased opinion on all these topics. That's true. We're just going to devolve into arguments, and I'm going to be the uh, deciding rule on all of them. So, uh, so before before we dig it, dig into the topics, uh, we got some questions here to help our audience get to know you a little bit more. And I'll know if you're lying. <laughs> Sorry, bring them on. Speaking of, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. Well, filthy rich is what I go by. I'm an artist uh, based out of Chicago. Grew up Kevin, obviously, and his younger brother. Do a lot of uh, illustration work, um, freelance illustration work, and more on that anime waifu style so definitely waifus a lot of original character work and um done a lot of freelance work and for a lot of streetwear brands and stuff like that so yeah all right what would you say when do you think you found like your style or like your i guess brand because like you said with original characters and I guess I want to say, like, I've seen you do, like, a lot of mecha girls and, like, work. And, like, you do a lot of streetwear yeah. stuff. But, like, when do you think you discovered that, like, niche in your style? Uh, I would say just, uh, it was an amalgamation of a bunch of stuff I grew up on, like, watching anime on Tsunami growing up. They showed a lot of, you know, mecha, a lot of also stuff like Sailor Moon and stuff. So Damn. You're welcome. Tsunami of- ruined us all from a young age. <laughs> we can blame Tsunami. Seriously. They, they fucked all of us <laughs> up. Blame Tsunami. You should be all thanking Tsunami. Dude, no, they made a generation of weebs out of us and they fucking ruined us. Yeah. No. But, I mean, yeah, add, adding up all that stuff, kind of like the Sailor Moon mixed with the Gundam, I think is a good like way to describe some of the way I um, designed my original characters. Sometimes leaning more towards one or the other. All right. Yeah. Do you have any like uh, favorite favorite pieces that you've done that or like anything that stands out for you? Basically, uh, What's your crowning say, achievement. Crowning achievement is it's a lot to put onto one piece, but I would I would say the pieces that I think I come back to a lot and like still like stand the test of time to me. Because sometimes I'll go back and look at a piece and I'm like, this is trash. Like even from a year ago, I'm like, why did I even trust? But the pieces that still stand, like, are pieces that I made maybe three years ago and even recently are the ones where I do the backgrounds and they're very detailed and I put a lot of work into and they're, like, very referential to if you know, you know type stuff. Like, especially, like, the very Tokyo-based Japanese backgrounds I've done. I'm very proud of those. So it's a little series of illustrations I do where I just do the backgrounds. I own a lot of those, actually. Yeah, those are my favorite. Just the... Back the Japanese background streets, you know, stuff. Didn't you also do some work for Juice World? Oh yeah, yeah, I did. Um, I was like, that would have been the first thing I started talking <laughs> about, man. Yeah, it's funny because well, it just I goes to show you how far he's come. That's true. That was a I while ago. About that, yeah, um, yeah. His manager, somebody on his team, had hit me up 
a while ago, back when he was like first popping off, like in 2018, I want to say. Um, yeah, and they wanted some stuff from me, and I just kind of did my thing with um, his like the way he was. The, the themes of his songs back then were just like very like you know I think he had a song called Naruto or something and I just played off that theme of just like shouting gun and nine 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 and crash and exploding and driving fast living fast type stuff that was a cool illustration yeah and I think I remember that poster yeah. yeah I remember him I remember seeing working damn that was back when we still had carpet in the room <laughs> <laughs> yeah back when my room was not as uh, pimped out as it is now <laughs> pimped out room. <laughs> I don't know. Is there any any pieces that I mean? Maybe obviously, maybe you have some. I mean, be wild if you didn't. But anything that like you pulled over from our childhood? Because obviously, the title of this podcast is Diversions, and that's the name of the arcade that you and I used to go to all the time. Oh yeah, uh, pieces like based off like stuff from our childhood. I mean, for sure. Like I always try to throw in a lot of like nostalgia, uh, like little details in a lot of pieces. Like you know, I like working with like stuff like keychains and accessories and stuff i'll often throw in like references to stuff i grew up on like you'll always maybe see a tamagotchi here or there like as an accessory or like i killed every fucking one i ever had <laughs> i was a terrible tamagotchi dad <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah tamagotchis and stuff like that and like game boys i even have a whole piece just like dedicated to stuff i grew up on like i call it a piece called memory made where it's like this girl who's like she's standing on top of like callbacks to like a bunch of different like little items and stuff Nice, nice. So, if you could be remembered for one thing, what would it be? Damn, that's crazy. Good question. <laughs> I got very heavy. We get deep on you. <laughs> yeah, I got very heavy. Um, but I would say, man, just like I think the way I look when I look for inspiration in art, and I, I reference like a lot of my favorite artists, and like I go to their art books and constantly like look for inspiration, and I'm like, damn, like I want to be like them. Like I want to get like them i want to draw like them i want to have what they like have in their style and stuff and that's kind of like that if it's something i want to be run for it's something like that like just like being that to somebody else in the future maybe you know would be crazy nice yeah that, that's actually a good point actually uh, i guess to follow that up with is uh what's one thing your art did that you did not expect uh i guess like yeah like the stuff with working with like bigger brands and bigger artists stuff like that like having them reach out to me like is still crazy every time it happens every now and then like working with like you said juice world earlier and like that led to working with like kid Leroy and also working with big brands like vandy the pink and stuff like that like that's reaching like international consumers and uh eyes and stuff and it's cool to see because i'm not the biggest instagram account but like i'm still getting found and stuff i mean you're bigger than mine i'll tell you that much <laughs> So that's that's always really cool and a, a great experience to work with people like that. Yeah, it's crazy because like even the Kid Leroy artwork he did, like that's the album that didn't he get like double platinum or something for that? Yeah, I mean that's like the one that really took him into like mainstream light and stuff. So like when I started working with him, he wasn't like that. I mean, he was famous, but like he had like a small cult following, and then that album pretty much took him into like you know working with Justin Bieber and working with like bigger mainstream artists and being like one of the more mainstream younger hollywood like pushed artists yeah i tell i actually do brag about you so Aww, i tell people that you know it's like yeah brother. i was like well, i pulled up the kid Leroy album I'm like yeah my brother did the artwork for this <laughs> see the shit i know the guy who made this <laughs> <laughs> but not just that you also have like a upcoming collab with vandy the pink you have like a statue figure uh coming out 
Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's going to be branded as a, like a collab, but I did the um, pretty much preliminary like art for it before it turns into okay, like okay, a, I got you. for like a 3D sketch. I mean, a 3D model and all that. But he's been generous enough to like, you know, always tag me and mention me and everything. So, but it would be the first time that my work would be realized in 3D as like an actual figure. So that's very exciting. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be very exciting to see. I'm always wondering too, like, we should, I should ask him, or you should ask him, is like if I played him in Smash Bros. online one day. <laughs> I'm serious. I was facing a Terry, and his name was Vandy, and I'm just like, hey, I did, be? I did hit him up. I sent him that picture you sent me, and he was like, he just laughed at it. He was like, nah. <laughs> 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 He's like, nah, I'm an elite Smash bitch. I ain't that scrub. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I did, cool. I did smoke that uh, Terry, so. He then probably, definitely wasn't him. Yeah. He would have rocked your <laughs> shit, Kev. <laughs> he was I mean, who knows? Lying. <laughs> he probably was just lying. <laughs> No, but you're, he that that Terry had some good skills. It it came down. We, we, we I guess like somehow we agreed to do like a best of five and yeah. Okay, you got to honor the 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 comeback. You know, yeah. Like when someone when you lose you and then you get them up, you got to honor it like back. You know, because when that stuff happens to me online, I'd be mad as hell. Yeah, I'd be mad. So I'd be mad when <laughs> I'm like, so let so me so get so that run back. back. I'm like, damn, is it, like you're not even let me get the rematch. It's like, damn, that's how I know. Like, yeah, you know, you got lucky. Then. They got lucky. Terry's one of those characters that like. Bun Smash King, like you don't even know. Uh, he's unpredictable. He's just in everything. He's <laughs> just exploding die. left and right. He has so many like inputs that can go either way. Him and Kazuya, you just mash buttons away. Never let him know your next move. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Kev plays. <laughs> yeah. I'm more strategic. Okay, buddy. I mean, yeah, beat me one day. Maybe you'll know. Just fuck off. <laughs> uh, last question here is favorite childhood memory. I better be in this one. Damn, favorite God, memory. I don't think you have a choice. <laughs> damn. We I mean, packaged together. There's a lot of good memories of my childhood. You know, like anything involving just like growing up and watching anime, consuming all that stuff at like a young age, like reading Jump, and you even showing me my first issue of Jump, and like being there you have it, folks. He acknowledges that. it. He was on Jump from I, Jump. I've, I've never doubted that you were the one who put me on Jump from the Jump. <laughs> I'm also the one who taught him how to draw. But just like you know. <laughs> channeling in like that era of like 2000s like you had to be there really when you're in the 2000s being an anime fan like it was like sh- like you were ashamed of it but like kind of like also proud of but then yeah time. you find the one person <laughs> right. who like he's like hey i've seen that show too and it's right. like damn then, right it's good right and then like yeah. you find the one person who's like was up at like 11 uh, p.m. and watch FLC all that one night and like while you were also like <laughs> you thought that shit was cool too huh I remember showing that to somebody <laughs> and it blew their fucking mind right and that's like stuff like that like memories like that were like you know there was like a pocket of time like I'm sure everyone who grows up with something yeah. there's like there was a golden era but you know there was a pocket of time where like that's that, when like that stuff was yeah. just hitting yeah and that it, early was, it, was, it was very hard to come out of your shell during that time to like acknowledge yourself as a weeb an anime fan and i feel like that's when stuff was like a lot more experimental too like that early 2000s type yeah. stuff like you know animation was pivoting towards a more digital era and um it was just cool to see them experiment with that stuff like during that time and like what would actually come to america was only like a drop of the fountain they had in japan yeah. so if you really wanted to get more until you were watching in three parts on youtube or some obscure website that ended up giving your oh yeah <laughs> you <laughs> give your computer fucking eighth man you were done it was that it just i don't know like any any anime consumption that we ever had like either came from like tsunami or the four kids dub basically i mean 
as much as, much as people, dubs. Or, as much or as or people like to shit on four kids dubs. Let's not forget to credit those Otaku USA DVDs. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> hell yeah! <laughs> find a good bootleg <laughs> on the street DVDs, down yep. Chinatown that's or something like found, that. That's how I found all like besides like watching Shonen. That's where I found like stuff from like Kyoto Annie, like you know, Planet and. uh what was the other one? Didn't we? Didn't one time we like somehow ended up with like a DVD of like was it F- Full Metal Panic or was it S Cryed? It was one of those two. Um, my, I think it probably been S. I mean, not S- uh, Full Metal Panic because S Cryed was like on Adult Swim. I think that's how I ended up watching that. I saw a tweet that was like, "No one ever seen this. No one ever talks about this." I was like, "I've seen so many people talk about this. Is it really that obscure? I don't think. It's I don't that know. I, I don't which one? S Cryed or uh, Full Metal Panic? You know, I've seen more people talk about Escarier than Full Metal Panic, to be honest. Maybe See, I'm, just, I'm, in a, I'm in a different like, like circle, I guess. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't know, because I feel like a lot of people don't know what Escarier is. Dude, I don't even know what that is. I, right now, I but mean, I'm looking at for, it, and it's got 6.9 out of 10. So, hey, oh. For me, myself, I used to, I think I like mixed up Full Metal Panic with Escarier. <laughs> That's weird. They do not look alike at all. Yeah. I think, I don't know what it was, maybe because it was during a time, like obviously said, the early 2000s, where like you would catch Adult Swim like during the middle of a running and like they never actually showed the title oh, of what. Oh, this show. I know this show. They never showed the title of what they're showing. So I was like, you would never know. But like one time you you would hear like, oh, upcoming next is like Full Metal Panic, right? Cry, and be like, oh, maybe that's what that show is. And I think that's where I associated the two. I get what you're saying. That makes sense. But I remember. I forgot about S. Cried for the longest time. I remember seeing like an episode or two. I didn't really watch it like that. I just watched it if it was on or something. Dude, but yeah, I'm getting I, like a flashback just looking at these first, pictures. When I first started collecting figures, I guess Tamashi Nations, like that was one of their earliest action figures, the S. Cried line. And I was like, damn, I forgot about this series. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot nice. about these. And I had like the dude that has like the blades coming out of his shoulder or something. I forgot what his power yeah, was. Yeah, he was raw. But yeah. Wild times. Even though, even I do, man, I miss having like the physical Shonen Jump copies actually. Yeah, I mean, we have boxes of them, thankfully, still, like, still in great condition stuff. But once that stuff went to digital, it definitely... It wasn't the same? Yeah, it wasn't the same. But I still read it. I I mean, I obviously still read it. I just wish I could have a physical copy of it. Right. Just like they do over in Japan. But, yeah. I'm going to blame the fall of borders on the fall of jump here. (laughs) I mean, you can blame Amazon. Maybe. Has a direct impact. Yeah, probably. It ruined every import market there is. But... You know, they're say. my bosses, technically. So we love you, Amazon. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Bezos. <laughs> Thank you, Daddy Bezos. <laughs> but I was going to also note that, like, those, like, Otaku USA DVDs and those um, new type DVDs that would come with, like, samples of episodes and stuff. That's probably where, like, I credit a lot of, like, wanting to draw more girls came from is, like, watching stuff like Planet and Shuffle and stuff like that. I'm like, these girls are bad as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's that. You also you also can't discredit G four. Like, I feel like G four also had like an impact on I think otaku and anime and yes. Damn, remember when mom and dad used to be pissed because we would like uh, on demand like order episodes of like anime. <laughs> and then, like, that's how that's how I watched like Great Teacher Onizuka and uh, Full Metal Panic. Actually, that too. The thing is, like, we didn't know you had to pay for the episode. We just thought on demand meant you can watch it on your demand. Yeah, like that's what makes sense. They didn't have a price tag or nothing. Yeah, just like Uh, watch now and then like. See, that shit was made for kids to be (laughs) dumb. It was very, very stupid, but I don't regret it. (laughs) No, not one bit. (laughs) But there's that also like during like the ads and pages and showing up. I guess also like made me want to explore like other different anime. Yeah, all the all the ads and like. That's what I was my favorite part about Jump when I was younger, really, is the colored page ads. I was like, Kevin would be like, let me read it first. And I'd be like, hold on, hold on, just let me see the colored pages. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I want to see. Is that. And that's how you'd find like those like 
obscure JRPGs that they managed to import and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, Rich always knew. He's like, he's like, it's the first Tuesday of the month. It's like, you going to Borders? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'll be over there in a bit. With $5 and a dream. Yeah. <laughs> $5 and a dream and a 20-minute walk to Borders. There you go. That's how I stayed fit. 20-minute <laughs> walk once a month? And maybe it was more than 20 minutes. I don't know. Maybe like a half hour, 45 minutes. Damn. Good stuff. Did you have jump growing up, Ryan? No, I was like, I was like such a closeted weeb that like, I had one friend that I could talk to about any of that shit. Brian didn't even know he was half Colombian until he was the age of 30. Oh. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no, no, but nobody else knows I am, apparently. Everyone gets shocked when they find out. I didn't know that until now. See? There we go. Uh, but I guess to uh, move on here a little bit, uh, we're going to move here to our show recommendation. You want to start off? You got I got shit, man. We we just did three. <laughs> this is our third episode in the same week, so like I'm I'm burning through everything. But I have been rewatching Zoids, so uh, Chaotic Century specifically. So yeah, check out Zoids. I found a yeah. YouTube channel that's uh, definitely got the Monkey D Luffy up there. So <laughs> okay, I've been chilling on that. There for you a bit. go. Check out Zoids. As for me, I have two live action shows that I've been binging. Uh, the first one is Yellow Jackets, which is on Showtime. What is Yellow Jackets? I keep hearing about it, but is I, that something to do with Venture Bros? No, no, <laughs> the monarchs. I would love that. <laughs> nothing to do with Venture Bros. Uh, I guess it's like a murder mystery kind of vibe. Like a group of soccer team girls like survive. I don't want to. Like, I I just started watching it myself, so I'm still trying to okay. understand what it is exactly. I literally just finished like episode one the other night. So okay. Uh, but the second one is called The Power. This one's actually more cool. There's three episodes out already available on Amazon Prime. It's uh, I guess in this in our like in our world, I guess you could say, uh, women are able to harness the power of electricity. Only women. Only women. Run for the hill, boys. <laughs> We're fucked. And basically, we we don't know when or what point of their life they're going to be able to activate this ability or power. But I find out that later on, older women are also able to like activate this latent power. So it it gets pretty interesting. What do they do with that power? Uh, they can do. They can like kill people. They can charge. Like it's it. It very, basically so like, varies on what the person wants. Basically, so, like, so it's like heroes and villains, and they're all women, and men are at their mercy. I wouldn't say that completely, yeah. but it um it does have the girl who even Tali pointed this out with a, such a small frame. Uh, the girl who voices Moana. I don't know who that is, but all right. But the actress who did that, she's like one of the main characters in this movie who like has the power. So. And John Leguizamo's in it. Yes, and John Leguizamo. I've been talking about him all fucking week. <laughs> oh my! He's God. been coming up at least like once a week lately for some reason. <laughs> I, I, I love John Leguizamo. I don't I know why. He was the clown in Spawn. Yeah, really. I did not know that. Yeah, because he's, he's had weird he roles. Dude, look like that, you know? Because like, well, the clown doesn't look like anything. It's <laughs> hilarious. Uh, but as for you, our guest over here, uh, Rich, do you add anything to recommend to our viewers? You know, it's weird. Like I might, these recommendations might sound like late or like, what the hell? I don't know Dude, I just mentioned Zoids and that's from like 2001. <laughs> that's true. I'm, I'm not like, this is like America bullshit I'm about to recommend, but like, <laughs> I feel like there's so much DC stuff I haven't watched. Every time I'm on Twitter, I see like a clip from something like this, like random and like, when the hell did this happen? Dude, yeah, there's so many of those shows that just skip me. Man, I move out of the house and he loses all touch with DC. (laughs) With the animation, as far as that goes, yeah. But I was watching like this clip from, um, what show was this? I think it was Bratman. 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 Batman. Batman, uh, (laughs) That's a whole different category. Batman, Brave and the Bold. Mm. Great show. That's the the one where he has like a more of like a 50s style. Yeah. Yeah, kind That's of. That's uh, a Diedrich Bader voice that one. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's like very thick outline show, like something like that, right? 
and it was like a Blue Beetle clip or something. And I was like, you know, I wonder like how many, because like Blue Beetle, like at the time, I would think was kind of obscure. Maybe not, not to y'all, but to me. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, I wonder like how many other heroes. And I went down that. That show had a lot of other people in it. Like, yeah, they called like a lot of obscure characters. They do like, they do dive into like a lot of like lesser known DC characters and bring them out front. So, which is what I thoroughly enjoy because I'm like, these characters definitely deserve their time in the limelight. Right, and so that's why I was like, let me. I went down like a rabbit hole of this wiki stuff, and I was like, I gotta check the show. So not that I've seen it and can recommend it, but it's something I do want to get into. So there you go, Batman: Brave and the Bold. Check it out. Available on HBO Max. Oh, there you go. But also something else DC related. I saw a clip. Someone on Twitter was like, "This is like, uh, what's the show called? Uh, Superman and Lois? Is that it? Oh, the Adventures of Superman and Lois. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, the live action ones? Super- yeah, Lois so, and Clark. Lois and Clark. Yeah. Someone was like, "This is like low key like a uh, uh, HBO under CW's. Like, Wait, the new one? <laughs> yeah, the live Brandy action really one with good. Tyler Hoechlin. It's a really good show, okay. actually. Because the because the original one was with um, what's his face? The Adventures of Superman with Dean Cain. Dean Cain. The Superman everyone wants to forget. Yeah, he existed for a little bit. But yeah, I was watching some clips. Someone was like posting a thread of clips, and I was like, "This looks like a HBO show." Like the way it's like, I don't know, shot and like the tone and everything. Like CW stepped it up with that. It's more like drama driven, maybe. I don't know, but yeah, it definitely is more drama. Obviously, it has that CW touch to it, but it is probably the best CD CD CW <laughs> show. I saw this one funny like uh, tweet like under the thread, and that someone was like, "CW." DC gets hate for no reason, and then someone right under this. I've seen the Arrowverse. So I have my reasons. Yeah, we got our <laughs> reasons. That show was yeah. hot for three seasons, and then they yeah. went for way the too. The first long. two seasons of The Flash was really good, and then the, obviously the same thing for Arrow, and then it just became a soap opera after that. And I'm just yeah. like, my god. And then once they started doing all the crossovers, I I didn't really like Supergirl either that much. So the first season of Supergirl was really yeah, good. but after that it went downhill real yeah. fast. Obviously because they switched studios and like networks and all that, it's a smaller budget and all that stuff. I know you guys are like you guys like specifically the animation type podcasts are just like Nah, we're all over the place. We're all over the place, but I guess I I would like to say we do focus heavily on guys, animation. Did you guys already talk about the Blue Beetle trailer? No, but we can dive right into that right now. Hell yeah. We were we were talking about it over the weekend, but I haven't really talked about it much since, but it's called the Scarab. It's some kind of world-destroying weapon. It's designed to protect its host. Sometimes it does what you want, and sometimes it doesn't. It looks tight. It looks hot, man. It <laughs> looks hot. Tight. It definitely looks good. Yeah, so for those who don't know, the Boo Beetle trailer dropped on Monday. Boo Beetle. At the time of this recording. Yeah, at the time of this recording, uh, which was phenomenal, and I'm excited for it because I'm just like, yes. Finally, we, not just for like Latino people here, but it's just like Blue Beetle in general is just such a great character. And he's also, I, one, myself, I never really paid attention to Blue Beetle up until Jaime Reyes came into play. Yeah. Because that's when I found out it's like a Mexican boy, gets like scare powers. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. It's like, I was well, like, also because like the jump from like Ted Cord to Jaime Reyes are like two completely different like versions of the Beetle. Yeah. yeah. Was, that's funny because that clip from the Batman Brave and the Bold is like explaining how that one was like more of a scientist and this guy yeah. just like has the alien technology exactly yeah. so it's like it, it's a they completely changed the, like the history of the character but still made it work within continuity but they just made it way cooler so yeah but they also tied it into continuity because i guess uh ted cord who was the second blue beetle the first blue beetle being dan garrett but ted cord's the one a lot of people know and obviously now Jaime Reyes. but i guess he had the scarab with him the whole time but he was just never able to activate it he didn't know right, how to open it up and everything and I guess one day there was like a lab accident and like Jaime was on a school field trip 
like in, in the comics version, Jaime's in high school, basically. So he was on a school field trip like during the accident, like it exploded. He picked up the scarab and somehow it like activated with him and bonded to him and like attached itself to his back. So it became like one with him. It feels very much the same exact way that Peter Parker got his powers on a field trip. <laughs> Just a little bit. I think that's that's the, what they were trying to play with. Yeah, uh, DC was yeah. trying to create like their own version of Spider-Man. I mean, they're always ripping each other off in one yeah. way or another. Is this part of before the Flashpoint stuff is going to happen or is this... I that's still we don't know exactly where in this timeline Blue Beetle takes place, but we do know it is going to be part of James Gunn's DC universe. So okay, cool. And that the the Buster Blade at the yeah, dude, what the fuck was that? (laughs) There's like a whole dance scene with the yeah, Yeah, dude, that was great. I saw that and I'm just like Blue Beetle is a Takatsu hero. Yeah, dude, that was that settles it right there. Someone on Twitter. It's like said, like finally someone acknowledges that Blue Beetle is supposed to be like on some some cuts. Yeah, like, <laughs> not even just that. It's just like super common writer style. They're ha- they're obviously having fun with it. They're like looking for cool ways to how to explore this character because obviously his one of his powers is like obviously technology and nanotech and like he can make anything that he can like Imagine, think of basically. Yeah. So it's really cool. And a lot of people are just like, oh, it's like, why are they like ripping off other superheroes? Like this dude is still learning how to use his freaking suit. The other thing I, I one just. Can we all just acknowledge how beautiful that suit is? It looks it looks really badass. Actually, the suit is so great, and then makes me even more proud that I cosplayed as Blue Beetle that one year. Yeah, you, you took that. a hot glue gun to the shin for that one too, man. <laughs> it was worth it. I still but, have that scar, but it was worth it. But yeah, the trailer looked badass. I like the way the suit looked. It's definitely given like Iron Man, but like cool. Or yeah, and yeah, the movie looks very. When does that come out? Uh, I think in June. It comes out in June. I'm June. definitely gonna watch it. Uh, soon. I was surprised. I kept seeing posters like at the theaters, and I was like, "When the trailer? When is it even getting talked about?" Well, dude. I mean, we we spent like months talking about the Flash trailer, and it came out right before the movie. So I feel like they're doing that a lot recently. Like they're waiting until like two or three months before. A movie well, because they don't know if these fucking movies are gonna get canceled <laughs> at this point. Well, not even just get canceled. I feel like trailers have lately been tending to give away too much info lately. Mm. Yeah, I could say so. And I feel like if they wait like a month or two before like the show or the show or movie comes out, I feel like that's enough to get people piqued interest and you know have somewhat based understanding of what they're going to be watching into. I feel that. I just feel like before we're getting trailers like eight months in advance and like, yeah, it was, like, like really building the excitement. <laughs> but now there's so many fucking movies coming out that like right. you're like, hey, you get it when you get it, all right? There's that, and I also think like because of the change in leadership over at DC, they probably had to like change some stuff, like the direction this movie was going, also as well. Do you think they like actually made last minute changes? I would not, maybe not last minute changes, but I feel like they probably because for a while this was like in like development for like a long time. So obviously they announced like James Gunn and Peter Safra, CEOs of DC, for a while. But I feel like that's something that's been in the works for a while, and they probably. James Gunn was like, I was like, we'll do this under these terms, blah, blah, blah. And they probably were just, he probably visited the set to be like, okay, this is what needs to happen in order to make this cohesive universe somewhat work. I like to think it took so long because they were trying real hard to get George Lopez. <laughs> and they finally got his ass. <laughs> He's like, yeah, De- fine, I'll do def- it. Definitely surprised to see that. Play Lowrider at some point in the movie and I'm in. Oh my God. Because <laughs> if you don't know about hearing Lowrider at 2 a.m. waking up on your couch watching Nick at Night, then who even are you? That's true. That's how I went to bed. That <laughs> that's, how, that's how I knew. <laughs> that, time seriously, to, that's my lullaby. Time to go to sleep. <laughs> all right, it's time to go to sleep. But yeah, with Blue Beetle, obviously, there's potential for all that, a lot of stuff because obviously his scarab is from the alien race called the Reach, uh, who are actually villains to the Green Lanterns. So there's there's potential for like 
you know, teases, sneak peeks, crossovers, all that Got stuff. Got tie so. into the Lantern show. Yeah. So, really cool stuff. Check out the Blue Beetle trailer. Super excited to see that. I've, it, I'm, I'm, I was kind of bummed to see, like, some people weren't even excited to. They're just like, oh. Dude, people are burnt out. And I'm people just like. so burnt I guess, out. yeah, they are burnt out. But I'm like, damn, I'm, I'm excited for this. Maybe because I'm Latino. I'm, like, stoked for this. But, hey, I'm going to watch Blue Beetle. It just overall looks cool to me. And I'm, I'm at this point, I go, I go to the movies for just to have fun i don't i'm not a critique anymore i don't care like yeah like i, I know what i'm getting into yeah, like if I'm, i know the movie's not gonna be the best thing ever like but if i had fun yeah i'm, I'm there i don't care it's like, like every movie with like a 40 percent like like reviewer score versus like a 98 percent like audience score right it's like who fucking cares about if it's a good movie or not yeah, going maybe. in there to laugh at the wahoo you gotta know when to review and when to have fun basically that's how i feel about Everything going on with this Mario movie review stuff, but true, which we'll get to. We'll get to we will later. get to. All right, but I think this is a good time here to take a drink break. Well, I mean, if you insist. Snack time is great, but don't get too comfy. Toonami will be right back. This drink to break to you. Um, had enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, keep, keep going. You had it. You had it. <laughs> this drink break is brought to you today by. You're killing it, buddy. Lover boy. <laughs> that, Lover boy why did that sound like that was edited in in post? <laughs> this drink is brought to you by Lover Boy. You'd be surprised how a lot of stuff I added, I added in post. <laughs> Do you really? I should probably start listening again. All right. See, there the we go. thing we is, no one has noticed yet, so I feel like I'm doing a great job. I got one already. Open Maybe because they're not listening. We have some double fist action going. Yeah, on. I, fu- <laughs> I fucked up my timing on this because we were supposed to do another recording or another uh, topic before the drink break. But fuck it, here we are now. No, this is the topic. No, we skipped the last one. Well, because we interjected with another one. Exactly. So the guest so it, it here just... is not to interject, and what is he here for? Yeah, <laughs> that's serious. We're taking this off but... the rails. Right. Take us off with what we got here today. B. I'm not. I'm not usually a seltzer guy, but in honor of our guest today, who's not much of a beer person, I was like, "Fuck it, let's flip the script." So we uh, got some sparkling hard teas from Loverboy. Loverboy, come here, Loverboy. I'm gonna get a shots. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I go on about this. We're getting shots, apparently. Oh boy. Um, yeah, dude. No, there's like a variety pack of like some cool looking flavors. You guys got filthy rich on the pot. <laughs> that's true rich is gonna make it his two shots and i'm okay with that all right See, we got the black cherry vanilla keddy you're drinking this one what do you like all right let me let me take a swig of that i'm actually more excited for this than i was for that stupid sunny d vodka dude the sunny d vodka was kind of high no for the low percentage it was no that uh, no. shit was kind of nice um all right let me know what you're thinking big sip big sip oh yeah oh yeah he says oh yeah Yeah, that's right. that's definitely that's. See, this is the same percentage as Sunny D, but this is something that I would definitely enjoy drinking at a good pace. Damn! All right. Yeah, this cherry black black cherry vanilla, hell yeah! Right, so oh my god, this, is, this is good. Is this is really good. You know what? This might even take place of Jew Force. Fuck out of here! I'm just go ahead and take a swig. I, you know what? Hand it because I've I've tried most of them, but I have not had this one yet. I'm the voice for the iced tea lemonade and. That's right. It tastes like a uh, fuck. That goes hard, right, dude? That black cherry, black cherry vanilla is good. That's probably the favorite one. It tastes like that's cherry coke. The best one. Here you go. Take, 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 take a swig there. As that's the winner right there, dude. That seriously is the winner. All right, so I got the pineapple hibiscus in one hand, which is really good, really refreshing. And I got the mango pear in the other, and that's really good and refreshing. 
How are we vibing on the <laughs> the iced tea lemonade? I think, now I, we're, I think I like the iced tea lemonade more. We have we have right. a right we have a variety pack here, so we're we're definitely yeah we kind of we kind of just threw it at the wall at this yeah. point. Yeah, we got half and half here, which looks like a bootleg version of Brist iced tea. <laughs> it really does, actually. <laughs> Good call out on that one. I do. I I would drink any of these. This is not bad. This actually tastes like tea, so it's good. Yeah, I would drink any of these, like, in a heartbeat. Yeah, definitely the half and half, and this is a black cherry uh, vanilla. Definitely the winner so far. Dude, these are all solid. 4.2%, so you can just drink a bunch of these in the summertime. Yeah, see, this is what you drink. This is what you... This is a session drink right here. That's true. If you want to do a session one, let's do it. This is it. Not that Sunny D vodka. Fuck that. (laughs) All right, cheers. Cheers. We're doing one more shot. And that is the drink break. Brought to you by... (laughs) We're not done yet. Uh, brought to you by the Lover Boy. <laughs> now, I think that's a good way to wrap that one up. I guess so. Sure, if you want to wrap it up that way. Lover Boy. Woo! That right. should be, you know what? That should be your new handle. Lover Boy. Uh, I cannot live up to that name, buddy. You'll need to. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like one of those ironic names. Like how I'm big and people call me tiny. Just call me Lover Boy. You know who's a real Lover Boy? Scott right. Pilgrim. My guy, first day as a guest, and he's already transitioning us into our next topic like a goddamn G. Yeah, Scott Pilgrim definitely was a lover boy. He's a heartbreak kid Same. and a swooner. <laughs> Since uh, we're talking about Scott Pilgrim, uh, Scott Pilgrim animated series coming to Netflix with the cast of the 2010 movie returning to voice their characters. I'm surprised that you were able to pull that off. Dude, I'm beyond hyped for this. Like, I you heard, have no idea how fucking... Like, I did a backflip when I read this. I series. feel like Edgar Wright and... I'm forgetting the name of the author for Scott Pilgrim. Can someone provide that for me here? Some comedian, who cares? Dude's got a whole ass iPad in front of him and is making me do work. You gotta do something here, man. I write all this shit out. I, I'm triple fisting as we speak to make this work. Alright, all right, I got it, I got it. Is it gonna be an anime like... Scott Pilgrim is an anime the way Scott Pilgrim is a manga? I don't know, actually. But I, I would assume it would be. Uh, but the comic book artist is, or should we, would he would he be labeled as a mangaka? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Lee O'Malley? Yeah, Brian Lee O'Malley. Uh, him and Edgar Wright apparently were, for I guess, for a long time trying to like get all the cast to agree to voice their characters. And I, I, I guess it was this was in the works behind the scenes for such a long time. That finally now they have everybody on board. Well, well dude, I, especially considering how loaded that cast is and how busy they all are. I mean, Kieran Culkin's on one of the hottest shows ever right now. Like, Chris Evans cannot stop working. Yeah. Mary Elizabeth Winstead, still a big star. Brie uh, Larson's like, every time I turn my neck, she's in the general <laughs> yeah, direction. seriously. <laughs> like, get get her off of Captain Marvel. We need her on Scott Pilgrim now. Mae Whitman has her own show now. I fucking love Mae Whitman. I'm so pissed I didn't see her at C2E2, man. Yeah, uh, apparently she wasn't even at C2E2. Like, her... What? Yeah, like, uh, flight travel plans, there was, like, issues, so she couldn't make it to the city. Oh, man, I would have picked her up. <laughs> i mean uh, not until you <laughs> where, where are you at girl i'll come i'll come get you and don't you, you don't want to change your name to lover boy <laughs> <laughs> only for her uh but animeron will uh what the hell was i trying to say bro you animation. had words and animation just... will be done by sometimes, studio science. sometimes i read these notes and i'm like i don't know if he's going for something if i should correct it but Dude, I'm i write, let I write half of this shit at like three in the morning i read that earlier that's when like, you're I'm awake sure, i'm pretty sure you try he meant animation i didn't try to say animation <laughs> no i like animeron better <laughs> yeah 
Uh, but the animation will be done by st- uh, Studio Saru, who I don't know what other previous work. It sounds familiar, but I'm sure I've seen their work before. I'm on it! This better not be one of those Castlevania Avatar type animations. Dude, Castlevania was raw as I don't, no, fuck. I don't care. What are you talking I don't, I don't, I don't about? I don't care if it is. I don't care if it is, because I mean, those are, those are good things, good properties, but... I don't, not, let's not call it an anime. Let's not I brand it as an anime. Dude, I'm, I'm expecting it to be more like like the video game style. Here's the thing, though. Like animation I, that I they do have. agree. Like Castlevania is not an anime. It's still a cartoon because it's made here in America. So I think I think the media and news reports are labeling this as an anime to try to get like a lot of interest because it's like what's the hot popular thing right now. Because if this was back in like early 2000s or 2010s when the movies come out. Uh, they would probably call his uh, Scott Pilgrim cartoon. I had a tangent. I saw two geeks with AI make an anime like three weeks ago, and that shit looked like garbage. Dude. This is rotoscope. Oh, photos. yeah. This is rotoscope <laughs> up the ass. Like, yeah. I, I know exactly why you're talking about it. I was like, it. what the hell even is this? Oh, shit. They did, uh, you know, so they did Devilman Crybaby. Oh, okay. Okay, that studio. Uh, they they did, did Ping Pong the animation. Oh, they're the ones who did Ping Pong? Yeah. Okay, Dude, that, so, that so, so then, hard. yeah. Or this, it might have been the same director. I, I might be tweaking, but... And, uh... So then this is a legit anime, then? Yeah, they yeah, they did like one of the idea. Star Wars yeah. visions. Okay, okay. Um, so, yeah, we have a legit anime, then. We got a legit anime, Yeah, this, this is definitely an anime studio. With the uh, English dub. The English With, dub will be superior. For, <laughs> for once, <laughs> the English dub will be superior. Hey, that's only happened, like, three times before. It's like, <laughs> Yu Yu Hakusho, this, and... I'm gonna watch this sub, one. actually. <laughs> but when you think about it it's just, just like all man, those high profile names for nothing all i gotta say is i was like scott pilgrim had to take down so many powerful people who were like one obviously chris evans playing lucas lee who's captain america i'm like damn brandon ruth who was superman actually that's, that's actually probably my favorite ex-villain or ex-boyfriend fight oh the one oh the yeah when we challenges the powers of veganism yeah. yeah and you get a small cameo by thomas jane and that one that's too. true the punisher just, himself was involved in that movie not just that I, I, I think what really i loved the most was the base battle i was just like that was fucking wrong movie that came out in what was it 2000 it was 2010 yeah. yeah it was way yeah. ahead of its time I mean, oh for the sure. visuals were great and like the the way they even like they like leaned into the cheesiness but also to their they used it to their benefit and like made the fights look way cooler than they had any <laughs> Like, like, not they're... not even that, but like the small, small stuff. Like you know when he orders a package from Amazon just so that uh Ramona will deliver to him? Yeah. And he just signs for it and tosses it over his shoulder in the garbage can. Yeah. They did that. It took like thirty seven takes to do that, <laughs> but they took the time to do that. Just like a small little practical thing it like was that. Very just a comic make... book like Yeah, like so, quick yeah. cuts, like action panels, pow bang biffs and stuff so like just that. Just imagine how they can do like it with like animation at their disposal. Oh, know, like, that's why. Yeah. That's that, why I was so hyped for this when I just, saw the. Not just that, just a, a line delivery from Carrie and Culkin, where it's just like, "Is Scott here?" And he's just like, "Uh, Scott," <laughs> and he dives through the window, <laughs> just left. <laughs> and then, like, I mean, that studio, I know, like, just from watching Devilman Crybaby, you know, a lot of people. That's like that was their first introduction to Devilman. And like, dude, watching I that, fucking like, hated that show. Really? I was just talking about Double Man Cry uh, earlier today. I hated it. It like, the, oh, it just made me feel bad. I want you guys to narrate me walking out right now. <laughs> <laughs> I hated why, it for a good why, reason. Why'd you hate it? Was it like looking in the mirror? No, huh? white boy, I, not that much. <laughs> fucking edge lord, goddamn. <laughs> I can't go from Devil Man to Lover Boy in the same damn episode. Wait, what did you hate? Honestly, I just like he hated. He was the best friend. What? <laughs> Rio? 
Dude, seriously, no, like, yeah, you get no, oh my god, what the fuck, passing her head around, she, oh uh, my god, like. Did you hate how, like, sad it was? Yeah, I was like, like, somebody save me from uh. something, like, anything, give me, like, a, like, one iota of good feelings in the show. How did you not expect this? And like, it? Like, it's the title, Cry it, Baby. It just ends terribly, man. Like it's a tragedy. It's a real yeah. tragedy. But it's, it was like a nice change of pace from like, you know, happy go lucky. Like everything's going to work out for your shonen protagonist. Like it definitely shocked uh, the system. I but think like, the, u- I the unique it. animation style of that, like, dude, the animation like that style will alone definitely be cool to see, like, with the title like Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. it's like really fluid and like fast paced and like yeah. it'll lend itself well to like the storytelling of like quick cuts and action scenes and everything like that. Would you say this series is going to be a sequel or would it be chronicle like Ramona's life during her? time dating the evil exes honestly yeah i think i think they can delve back into the history because like once i once i saw it was going to be a series i was like well what did they not cover in the movie that they can cover in the well, series and they like, can literally go through all of them in the comic books there's a lot of stuff they don't show in the movie too so like they they'll probably really like truly cover everything like a, a more well adaption to the comic books you know yeah like they can actually explore everything they didn't do in the movie yeah, that, I feel like it could be a mixture of both, even a sequel. I feel like a lot of people would want a sequel to this, but it just there wasn't any material for it. I'd like a sequel, but also like, how do you get most of those X's back? They shattered into coins. <laughs> right. <They laughs> Man, not even enough. Not even enough for the bus home. Uh, what? Who, okay. Break up here's, and then it gets new. She gets new X's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah here, honestly, maybe. Here's my theory. I'm like, what if those evil X's are just like their negative feelings from like. I guess, I don't know, what was it? They didn't get closure with Ramona, so that's what personified. I don't know. That's just me. Okay, now we're getting deep, sir. <laughs> yeah, I would get very deep. I was <laughs> like, this, car- this cartoon going to be funny. And you're like, yeah, but really it about it- the emotional <laughs> torment of a relationship. And it's like, okay, buddy. It already got I mean, deep enough when she had the Did you not get that her. from the movie? It's like, hello. <laughs> I just liked the ass kickings. <laughs> and it's a man of culture right here. This man knows what's up. And the video game. I'm there for the ass kickings and the video game reference. Oh, this dude yeah. knows what's up. This man is spitting. Everyone is there for that. I don't, I mean, yeah, but sometimes you don't need it to get deep. Sometimes you just want to put something on like, and just like watch someone get their ass whipped to like a, buy like a Zelda reference or something. Yeah, honestly, yeah. <laughs> That's most of my life is like, hey, reference a video game and is doing cool shit. I'll take it. You know, when I want to, think i'll go watch neon genesis evangelion or something or i'll go watch that overrated ass anime it is overrated. <laughs> a lot of y'all ruined it a lot of y'all listeners listen honestly to you're the one who pushed it to everyone who like <laughs> then hyped it up so i blame you for why you it's overrated no one but yourself to blame seriously man, dug your own grave well 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 if it isn't the consequences <laughs> of your actions but i mean i'm excited Talk to just... yourselves. i'm gonna use the bathroom no, we're gonna narrate uh, Brian walking out to the bathroom. And he takes a step. He's out the. Takes corridor. another step. But yeah, that's gonna be exciting to see. It's actually very cool to see like such a old property that people probably thought like wouldn't even like see the light of day again. Besides like the recent video game revival, but maybe the video game revival is what probably brought this back on. Probably because all of the, like what it was I mean, like one did, of the most downloaded yeah, games ever. It did so get a lot of hype. So hopefully that. That is the reason, because, like, you know, you support something, and you see it come back, and that's that's a message to all the people who don't support the things they like and think they can just let it die. Go out it's there. That's true. I mean, while, while I understand why some people want to, like, one-piece stuff and, you know, take it for free, but there is a benef- benefits to supporting it officially. It exactly makes it, why. 
It lets it thrive. So I don't read my manga on some illegal websites. I try to support. Yeah, manga pay that two dollar fee for Shonen Jump. Come on, people, it's two dollars a month, and went you have to, their whole went up to three fifty. But I mean, that's still did it. <laughs> yeah, I'm that's still getting charged two dollars. <laughs> I think it doesn't hasn't come into effect yet, but like in the I, know, I, I feel like I got grandfathered in. I wish I did. I've had this shit for a while. <laughs> Let's talk about one of my favorite mangas right now. All right, what's your favorite manga? That I feel like more people got to read. It's very popular in Japan, but like I feel like a lot of American people aren't reading it. It's not your Chainsaw Man. It's not your hype stuff, Shonen. It's called Blue Box, and it's a romance slash sports. Sometimes one will take the forward of the other, but very good. Every chapter ends like on a nice cliffhanger. Keeps you reading. I caught up, so it's like two years in. I caught up in caught up in like a week. Yeah, it's what true. What sport? So, okay, so the main character, he plays uh, badminton. Oh, I know. We got a badminton in <laughs> the Let's I go. Know, I know and exactly. The, and the girl, the girl plays basketball. And then, like. Oh, okay. He, 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 like, secretly admires her. And she's a year older. And then, like, um, they're constantly inspiring each other and stuff. They're always the first one to early morning practice and stuff. And then, like, the twist is she ends up uh, living with him. Because, like, their moms are best friends, but they didn't know it. Are, are you sure this is uh, the, the type of <laughs> thing that's PG to say on the podcast? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Dude, this is an explicit podcast. We, we've we've said worse shit on you, dude. The fuck you if talking you, about? You, you have, said, <laughs> I have said some bad shit. If you guys want those type of recommendations. Oh, yeah. hell yeah, dude. I, <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm like, on a big, like, romance anime kick right now. Yeah, you are, lover boy. No, but, yeah. yeah. I mean, I want that, I want yeah, that see, to be You're the lover boy, buddy. But, yeah, blue box, everyone. She ends up living with them, and um, they're just constantly, like, so supportive towards each other. It's the fucking most heartfelt, cutest, like... Aw, we need that. Very good stuff. And every episode ends on a cliffhanger. And every, so every chapter ends on a cliffhanger. And so now that I'm caught up, I'm so mad. Is it available on Shonen Jump? Or? It's on Jump. Yeah, the Shonen Jump app. It's, like, nice. one of the top right now. I'll definitely have to read that one, then. Right on, right on. Put down the action. Put down the Chainsaw Man and the blue... Honestly, I've been needing more just like slice of life and sports. That's what I've been telling people. That's why I always tell people. I was like, go watch Love After World Domination, please. Oh, that's the one with the Sentai. Yeah. 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 Uh, I got to get on that then. That's a good one. Like uh, a bunch of myself on my Crunchyroll. It's like not even, it's not even Shonen. It's not even Shonen stuff. It's like a bunch of different stuff. Dude, I can't even keep track of my list anymore because everyone and their mom has my Verve account now. So every time I log on there, somebody else is watching something new. I am everyone. You and are everyone, mom. <laughs> <laughs> mama. <laughs> it's but like so. it's like you, Mario, like whoever else got it. Like yeah, I'll, I'll cheers to that one, bro. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. That uh, spring anime season just started. Actually, there's yeah, a lot it's of coming stuff up. on my list. I mean, a lot of stuff already started, but there's more stuff to come. Is yeah. there anything on the horizon that anyone's looking for? If you're to? looking for another cute like romance one to watch, this is one. Damn, I'm forgetting the name of it right now because, like, you know, when you see a Japanese title real quick, it takes you yeah. like three weeks to even remember. Especially now when, like, all of them <laughs> are all like, like, I'm in another world, and then my girlfriend's a frog <laughs> or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah, this one's about, like, this girl, she's dating this guy, and he breaks up with her for this other girl. And then Just like she gets addicted to this, or she was addicted, or gets addicted to this online game, and she, like, she's super, like, uh, she meets this guy on there, and then, like, he's, like, not into her or something. She goes to a convention for this game, like, a meetup for this game in the park, and she sees her ex-boyfriend there with some with his new girl, and she's, like, super, like, 
this trifling. Jealous. Home. And then she sees this guy like that she ran into earlier who's like kind of attractive. Or he's like very attractive. And then she's like, oh, this is my new boyfriend. He's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> she's like, yes, you are. He's like, the fuck you talking about? And then she's like, why is he? He's talking like the guy I know from this, the game online, you know? And then it finds out that that guy who's like, I'm butchering this description. People who know know what I'm talking about. But what is yeah. the, what is the, give us a title so people can watch. Man, man. I don't know the title right now. I watched like one episode. <laughs> There's <laughs> only right. like one episode right now or two. All right. But, well, send, send it to me and look, I'll put it on our page. It's very cute. It's about this guy who meets this girl online. Or this girl who meets this guy online. and Don't get it confused with Sword Art Online, people. It's like that. Which is funny. It's literally the last thing somebody watched on the account. It's Sword Art Online. It's that trope. If you like this trope of like the shy and silent and nonchalant guy with the over embarrassing but cute but like 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 aggressive girl. <laughs> You know, and it's a very cute trope and very cute anime. And like, nice. Yeah. What is Trails? All right, the Legend of Heroes. Trails but to move on to the meat and potatoes here of this podcast, meat and potato. Holy fuck, we're just getting into the meat. And potatoes. I know, right? Uh, the Super Mario Bros. <laughs> movie, <too> far, guys. <laughs> Super Mario Bros. movie is finally out, packed with so many Easter eggs and superstars and nods that any Nintendo fan will see enjoying them, or enjoy seeing them, I should say. Uh, but before we begin, here is a quick spoiler-free review. Uh, for the movie, I want to say... <laughs> as that he just wrote down too much to write, but I got notes, guys. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there, there was too much to write. Have you seen it, Rich? I did. I saw it Damn. yesterday. Just All right, you guys got to explain it to me then, because I, I have not All right, seen it yet. I would say this. I have two different scores. As a Nintendo fan, this movie is a 10 out of 10. <laughs> okay. It's anything that you want from Agreed. a Nintendo property. Agreed. It's like the Ready Player One of Nintendo. It references all the stuff that makes Super Mario Super Mario. At the same time, it gives like an original story of how he came to be the character that we know today. And also giving like highlight to other characters in this diverse like Nintendo world, basically. Mamma mia. <laughs> So it was it was a was good story. Uh, the only I guess like it, I guess it's a good thing to say that I wanted more. Like I felt it was so short that I wanted more. So short? How long was it? The, I mean, the movie is short. It's like an hour. What? Forty five. That's a normal movie length. Yeah. Or an hour thirty five. I want to say. I want to say, say it was like an hour twenty five. Maybe know. it was it was it was a relatively short movie though. No, you know what? It was. I, I, I checked. Do I checked homework? the time when my when, when it ended, and the movie started. I want to say I like. 820 and i was like 935 when it ended. it's an hour and a half yeah an hour and a half that's what normal movies are no movies today are like two hours at yeah, least i just watch well, animations I usually watch shorter because it's a fucking way more expensive process aside from that like story-wise everything it was good it, it had everything that you want as a nintendo fan like all this stuff uh film wise like i guess animation story-wise everything i would give it an eight out of ten there was some stuff that I wish was more developed and fleshed out, and at some parts of the movie, it definitely did feel like it was rushed, like they were trying to get to the end. Yeah, it's an hour and a half, and they're trying to make the movie everyone's yeah, been wanting I, for. I get that, years. I get that, but like, I feel like there was like there's some stuff there that they definitely could have cut out, and I get why they included it because they were just like, oh, hey, look at this, you know, like this is so cool, I remember this, and I'm just like, cool, I get it. And not only that, there's some parts in the movie where like I feel they use like pop songs. I want to say. Because it did use in one part, like they use the song "Take on Me," where I felt like if they use a track hey. from the video game, it would have been a lot better. <laughs> but that's just my own personal opinion. But then the creators would have had to pay fifty nine ninety nine to Nintendo to use the music. <laughs> what they? I mean, it's it's a, it's Nintendo producing this movie. They don't care. <laughs> they want when has Nintendo ever cared about anyone? I feel you, but 
I, I was watching that singing along. So <laughs> I mean, true. Sometimes a bop's a bop, and that's I mean, as easy as it gets, man. That's why I said it's just it's just my own personal opinion. It's not something that I'm taking away from the movie. The only reason I'm giving the movie an eight out of ten is because one, I felt the story was a little rushed, and there are some other stuff that I felt was like underdeveloped. And we definitely hey, needed eight out of ten. Is still a bad. Yeah, it's 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 not bad. It's not bad. Like I, see, I feel like I feel you, and then like I see what you're saying, like hundred percent. But I feel like that that is what made the movie better for me because like sometimes I just like a a quick straight to the point like style movie like where I don't care so much for dialogue. It, every every scene I felt like was straight to the point and got the point across and tied it up with a nice ribbon at the end. You know? Yeah, because sometimes you don't want like those long scenes that really set things up. So right. like, just fucking get to it. We I all felt, know what Mario I like, is. I don't need backstory. Right I felt now. like you know, for example, and this is still not even spoiler territory, but like. If someone said, like, oh, let's go do this, and then the next thing would be them doing that, you know, it wouldn't be like, why, you're back and forth, or like this, and then would be like, yeah, right there. Here's right the plan. There. Do yeah. the thing. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, let's like, it's, go. It's, I, still, I still enjoy it. That's what I'm saying. Like, me as a Nintendo fan, definitely a 10 out of 10. And, yeah, and like, going into it, like, I went into it, like, in the first you know, five minutes you're catching Easter eggs left and right, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah, it sounds like it really come at you in yeah. the first, like, in the beginning, too. And so now yeah. I'm like, and for the rest of the movie, like my eyes are on red alert. Like I'm trying to catch every Easter egg. Yeah, like, that's smart. That's, that's how they get you. You know. Yeah. So, so I guess to dive into the Easter egg, uh, for like like you like Rich mentioned, uh, from the start you see Bowser's lair, and not to be confused with Bowser's castle, uh, oozing lava, and it definitely looks a lot like his lair from uh, Super Mario Galaxy Two. If anyone who's ever played that, you will definitely see the reference for that nice. and his lair. Uh, the next one is the penguins is a good callback here to Mario 64's Cool Cool Mountain. Okay. We've all dropped that penguin. I was going to ask, did you drop the baby or did you save the baby? <laughs> I always We've drop, all drop that bitch every time. We've all I'm dropped. I'm sorry. You did not deserve the hate you got, little baby penguin. After you got that first or second star, I forgot what mission it was, but yeah. you dropped the baby. Oh, yeah. You dropped yeah. the baby. <laughs> Uh, after that, you know, we have the Mario rap from the 89 Super Mario Bros. show, which is used from the brothers as a commercial back? ad for their company. Fantastic. This is all still a non-spoiler. If you guys have seen yeah, all the trailers and everything. Yeah, you know, a lot of this is peppered yeah. in there. Uh, Luigi's ringtone in the movie, though, is the GameCube startup sound, uh, which shit. is here. And I was hearing that, and I was just looking at Tom, and I was just like, oh, my God. At that <laughs> it's moment, the thing. It's the thing. Yeah, but at that moment, though, I did wish my <laughs> yeah. brother was there because he would understand my excitement. That whole it. movie is like, you know, that Leonardo DiCaprio meme? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like, hey, 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 I see me, I see me. <laughs> so after I heard that, though, I was just like, you know what? I found my new ringtone. <laughs> Who still has custom ringtones, man? I hey, have custom ringtones. Mine's on silent 24 7. Oh my god. Uh, my, but it, my ringtone is still Mega Man, too. <laughs> nice, nice, actually. Nice, nice, nice. I have like specific ringtones for everybody. Ringback tones? When you would call somebody those and it would an- play the music? Those are annoying. Those he is, annoying. He remembers. Yeah. It would always take like 10 seconds to actually start playing. Yeah. I, I didn't even know. <laughs> but for the Luigi's, uh, for Luigi's phone having the GameCube startup sound. Uh, that's a good reference, though, to Luigi's Mansion actually being a GameCube launch title. There you go. That is, that, that is a good point. Yeah. yeah. Also, we had, like, Mayor Pauline for New York City. New Dog City? No, New York City, not New Dog City. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Punch Out, the original Donkey Kong and Wrecking, Wrecking Crew and Game & Watch are all referenced in the opening minutes of the movie. Jeez. And eagle-eyed viewers can see Sunshine Travel Agency next door to Punch Out Pizzeria. For those who don't know, that is a travel agency that Mario uses in Super Mario Sunshine. Ooh. Has the same font and everything. Also, next door to the pizzeria, there's a restaurant called it's Duck Hunt, but it's in French, and I did not write down how you say it in French. So, is it Duck Hunt? Seriously? No, it's not. You say it. you're not Duck Hunt. No. <laughs> uh, and then when we get to Mario's, 
Oh boy. Uh, but we get to Mario's room. It's also filled with classic throwbacks with uh, Mario playing Kid Icarus, which I hope teases a little more than him just playing Kid Icarus. Because, come on, I think Kid Icarus is definitely a, a franchise. I love Pit because can... he never learned how to read like <laughs> me. I want I want Sakurai to make a movie. Yeah. He, he would fuck that movie up in the best <laughs> possible way. But yeah, he's playing DLC for that movie. (laughs) He's playing Kid Icarus on the NES system. And then Mario also has on top of his TV an R-Wing model ship. And then behind him, you see an F-Zero poster of the Blue Falcon. So pretty cool. And then not just that, but like there's a bunch of like box art from like back in the NES days. Like the pixel art. Me when a Nintendo movie has Nintendo stuff in it. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it, I wish we had cameras for this episode. This is a good episode. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i love the amount of context we put into that one clip. oh man uh but also after that is like a clever way of throwing in a world one two for those who don't know from the classic mario games in the one, movie along two, with the music three into the folk. yeah and also how they ended up in the mushroom kingdom i think it's a good th- uh, reference to the 93 super mario bros movie because <laughs> it's the best movie ever made it's definitely isekai <laughs> uh, also, when we get to the Mushroom Kingdom, they're playing various Mario themes as he's walking out, and a store uh, selling uh, cartridges, like a toad stop, just selling like cartridges, and they're saying, "I was like, oh yeah, it definitely works." It's so like what now? Cartridges, like Nintendo cartridges. Why do you say cart- cartridges like that? I don't know. Cartridges, 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 cartridges. I don't know, dude. Cartridges, dude. I'm like two shots and a drink in. <laughs> I mean, how do you even spell cartridges? cartridges guys we're getting way too into, into this <laughs> but my bad the toad mentions the un- to get it to work if it's not working is you got to blow in it and i was just like hey ah. and then know. and then once we get to peach's castle obviously we see a lot of landscape paintings which if you ever played mario 64 you know exactly what you're looking at oh hell yeah this is narrate yeah. the rest of the movie <laughs> honestly <laughs> at this point yeah <laughs> guys if you haven't seen it you can just tune in right here yeah. right now <laughs> yeah save yourself uh, some money listen to this free podcast <laughs> Also, the rock band that's playing during the metal concert at Bowser's Lair is actually the Koopalings, who are also named after musicians in the English localization. Obviously, you know, you have like Iggy Pop, Ludwig van Koopaling. Ludwig van Koopa. Yeah. The one tooth wonder. Rub, <laughs> rub his tooth. Grant then you have wish. Lemmy, Ace. who took me uh, up until yesterday to realize he's named after <laughs> after fucking Lemmy. Yes. Yeah. From Ace of Spades. Yeah. Uh... The Yoshi Stampede is obviously a callback to the Super Smash Bros. Melee intro, which is something Rich mentioned to me uh, yesterday while we were talking about the movie. Uh, in the Jungle Kingdom, which leans very heavily into Mario Kart themes, we see DK Jungle come to life with the 64 Kong family also making an appearance. <gasps> we got my man's Lanky Kong? Oh, yeah. Let's go. And then when we get to the fight scene that we see in the trailer between Mario and DK, there's obviously a reference to the classic uh, Donkey Kong game, but it also gave me Smash Bros. vibes when I saw them starting up the fight. There you go, Smash Bros. movie. And did you want to mention what you when mentioned I, to me yesterday? Which part? About when, like... Oh, not, I mean, just notice, like, you know, if you really, like, you're looking out for stuff, like, when Mario starts to fight back, you know, he uh, half-assedly uses his A combo, punch-punch kick. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, half-assedly, because he's already down a little yeah. bit, but... Yeah. Yeah, and also Whatever. like the the punch that DK uses to launch Mario up into the air is very very similar to his up air smash in uh, Smash Bros. Even like the pose. Wait, his up up air or up smash? Or I think it maybe it's up tilt. The swipe? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um but like I said, I also don't want to spoil too much, but if you played Odyssey, you will know you've seen uh the last part of the movie from the finale. 
Oh, we finally drew the line. Okay, yeah, cool. We, we'll draw the line here. Great, because we, we definitely just dropped a lot of information. <laughs> there's, on there's actually, there's a hell of a lot this more was, Easter eggs. Spoiler for this, you. Yeah, this is spoiler for you. <laughs> that shocks me. There's uh, nothing here is actually spoiled. This is Honestly, awesome. true. I don't know anything about this movie anymore. I just know that there's a lot of references. There is a lot of there's, and there's still a lot more that one. I'm not just not. You just go watch the movie yourself. I'll say as I was watching the movie, I was like, can't believe that I'm actually watching like a Mario animated movie one. Right? Like, I mean, why did, I mean, it took so long for this to even, like, become it's a thing. absolutely shocking to me it took this long. Right. Well, because they failed so many times before. Right. That's the thing. That's, I mean, yeah, I understand why it took them a while, but just, like, the fact that it exists is, like, shocking to me. Like, And then, too, I was watching this and, like, just watching the fights and stuff, I was like, a Smash Bros. movie would go so hard. Just oh, like, dude, it's around the corner. <laughs> this like, so this hard. movie... The success of this movie will entirely dictate the future of like the Nintendo movie franchise. Exactly. Oh yeah. The finale. I, the finale fight of the movie was probably one of my favorite. Parts. I don't know. It was if, so cool. I don't know if this is a spoiler because it literally is the first thing you see as the movie starts. And he'll edit it out if it is. But um, as the movie starts, you see the Illumination logo start, and like under the Illumination, you have a minion in his like, oh, own yeah. little Mario Kart, and it's like. Duh, duh. And like, nice. And I was like, if they add Minion to Mario Kart, because you know they have the five more. Oh yeah. I, oh, yeah. That, yeah. that was my. That was so shocked. That was my initial thought too. I was like, man, that are they kind of go hard? Are they <laughs> gonna add, gonna lie to you. I was like, are they gonna add a Minion to Mario Kart? Yeah, like his own Despicable Me style, like yeah. cart and stuff. That's rad. I would, <laughs> I would be down for that. Oh, that'd be fucking crazy. <laughs> but overall, like like we said earlier, as a Nintendo fan, this movie is a ten out of ten movie. Critique wise, eight out of ten. Still great. Still a great movie. This or the Sonic movie? Which would you rather go see again? I'll go see this again. Yeah, yeah. Sounds really good. I... <laughs> <laughs> Here's where the rivalry starts. There you go. I love Sonic more than Mario. I mean, Mario's obviously had better games and stuff, but I'm a diehard for Sonic. But I mean, yeah, even just then, Sonic movie. It's different, but I would go see Mario again just because, like, it's a, like I said, it's a more fun ride for me. Yeah, it sounds. Yeah, like I feel like if the Sonic movie took the approach that the Mario movie did, I think it would also be more. I, I don't know. It would have been a much better movie, I guess. Fair enough. But also, Sonic's not an animated movie. Yeah, it's, it's not an animated movie. Yeah, true. Which, like, if they did one though, but uh, Sonic I don't know why they threw it. it in the animated movie category. It's so weird. That pissed me off. Wait, the Sonic movie? Yeah. yeah, I guess because technically I the mean, character like, is animated. But most of the main characters are. I could see that. Mm. In that first one, though. No. Yeah, no, definitely not. Yeah, yeah, that's a weird one. But to move on here to what has become B's favorite section. Questions! Questions! I just questions, love answering questions, questions man. <laughs> see? It is now... Even our guest is hyped. Question time. That's one of those bad question boys. time. <laughs> question time. That's Fucking not, Dragon Tales. That's not our theme. We're doing it. No. Someone make me a Dragon Tales question time song. No. Dragon uh, for those who don't know, uh, if you want your question to be featured in the podcast, send us over to the prompt over at our Divergent 64 story, and your question will be featured on the podcast. True. To start us off here, our That's first one question. Of those bad boys right there. What you yeah. want? Mango Surprise pear? me. Yeah, I haven't tried that. Mango pear is pretty uh, the first question here we have is from Pablo, who seems pretty pissed. <laughs> who seems pissed? <laughs> He's asking, uh, why did he go on here before us? I guess because we're the bigger podcast now. Pablo <laughs> will be back here next week. <laughs> hey, first <laughs> is the worst, right. second is the best. Thanks, user friendly. <laughs> uh, but he is asking, uh, what anime made you cry? Damn. Iron Giant. Not an anime, anime, but it made me cry. 
Iron Giant Kun. <laughs> uh, oh shit! Anime that made me cry. I don't I have like, an answer I like yet. I cry to Iron Giant, but oh, I don't do remember. You, yeah, when he goes away, he's you stay, I go, and he flies man. away. That's and the worst Vin Diesel impersonation I've ever heard. Wasn't it the guy's name Fulgar? No, I, it's a weird name. Uh, it Fulgar. is a weird name. It Ful- is like it is like Holgar or something Fulgar, like that. Yeah, or something like that. It's weird. Fulgar is a dude from Killer Instinct. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, God, Fulgar. deep cut references. Yeah. Uh, no, no anime that made me cry. Uh, I can name like the most recent anime that made me cry. All right, was, was it Blue Box? No, Blue Box isn't even anime yet. But it's hard to cry from manga. No offense, but man, most recent anime that made me cry. I would say just like it might not even be the most recent, but the most one like, that made me like really cry. Sob was probably um, uh, I want to eat your pancreas. <laughs> I was about to say that. I watched it on a whim. I watch it every time. Like I just feel like I've I'm heard like, of this one, but um, I haven't seen it yet. Every time I want to like really like get out a good cry, I'll watch that movie. Okay, and it never fails to get you. Fair enough. I gotta check this one out, man. High School Girl. It's made a movie, me so it's a High School Girl. Yeah, for sure. I would. I honestly, mine is fucking dumb at this point. But One Piece, when the the Going Mary finally comes to an end, yeah, I cried for a goddamn boat. Another one is You're Lying in April. You're Lying in April. Either, yeah. That's a good one. That's another one where I like I look up on YouTube like so and so's major scene. You know, I'm spoiler free. <laughs> Go watch it. <laughs> also, uh, Full Metal Alchemist when um uh let me, let me guess, let me guess. The gate scene. No, when uh, uh what's his name dies. Ah oh, damn, wait. Hughes Hughes. Oh, yeah. Hughes. When Hughes Oh my god. And then Mustangs at the funeral and, and he, He's like, do you have your umbrella, Hawkeye? Oh, like, yeah. It's going to rain today. And she puts on the hand. You just hear the tears go by down his face. And I'm just like, oh. He was the one character that did not deserve what he got in that I, goddamn show. I remember when Iwata died from Nintendo. And I drew like a Nar- uh, Mario like. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was, so, that was a sad That was day. so funny, but like random. For me. And the world knew it too because it rained on the day of his funeral. Yeah. But yeah, that's a that's a good scene though. Yeah. Why are they putting that? Yeah, she's kind of just like. Pour one out for Iwata. Pour one out, man. And for Hughes. And for Colonel Hughes. Mm. But man, that revenge scene is some of the sweetest stuff I've seen. In Just anime. snapping <laughs> on him. Oh, right love to a Chris. Dude, that was so good. So bad that she just had to crush her on. Yeah. Oh, man. That show is raw. FMA, a raw ass show. It's the reason it's number one on my anime list. Dude, seriously. Well, well what's the next question? Um, thank you, Pablo, for ordering that. We're ordering Pop that. For- <laughs> thank you, Pop. Sorry, we thank stole you your guest. For- yeah, we didn't steal it, guys. We uh, just have an exclusive contract. With. Yeah, thank <laughs> I think I'm, I'm not feeling a podcast next week. <laughs> <laughs> Filthy Rich signed in an exclusive D here with a uh, diversion. Uh, next question we have, and the rest of our questions here is from Connie. Shout out to Connie. Thank you for doing Tolly's tattoo what today. Is up, Connie. Hello, hello. We got to bring you. We got we to bring you on here to the podcast too. Oh, dude, for real. Uh, her question is: This one's directly, direct, directly at Richard. When will you start tattooing? Man. You think you thinking about this? I thought about it. It seems like very I mean, no discredit to like people who take it and like do the crazy stuff, but it looks very fun, you know? And I feel like I have a lot of original ideas that like it'd be cool to transfer into like original tattoos and stuff, you know? Dude, I'd let you put any and, of your OCs on me. That'd be I, awesome, dude. And like, you know, People got that game in a chokehold, the anime tattoo game, you know? They're doing their thing. They're doing the properties and putting on people's hands and doing it right, and it looks cool. But, like, I think we need some more uh, original anime tattoos out there. 
not not no shade to people who are doing like property tattoos out there and stuff. You yeah. know, I, I mean that's what people ask for. Yeah, you know what I mean? And you know, I would love some of those myself too. But let's let's, uh, let's get some more original OCs tattooed on people. Not <laughs> saying, that, but not saying that I have it like on the horizon or something. But I'd, I'd be down to mess with it for sure. It's not something I've I've like said no to oh yeah and, I, I uh, take i take your little game boy girl you hold on to the little game boy color <laughs> I, I would take that on my th- like thigh or something and then her like follow-up question for this is uh who's your main inspiration for style man it's a it's a hard one because like i feel different every week but like in the back burner i'll always like i feel like it'll always be like maybe like yoshizaki i mean yoshizaki like i was gonna say it's definitely oda Oh, no. I'm kidding. Okay, <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm kidding. Lucky. And um, who else? I I like Kubo's stuff. Kubo, Tite Kubo. Yeah, his like the way he just styles his characters is, is super cool. They're always like so like fashion like wise, super cool looking and like that's true. Ble- Bleach his like Bleach pages like what is it like cover pages or like what 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 would you splash pages? I guess the, yeah. there's characters that definitely have like the drip is drip. Yeah, that shit's sick. I always look at color pages and all that stuff. And then and the author for, uh, I'm blanking on his name. He goes by like a, a name that's not even his name. But he's the author for Air Gear. His style is sick as fuck. All right. Kind of like the same with Bleach. Like they got super stylistic, sharp edges and like very cool manga stuff. And I guess this her last, her next, her next, like this is, she has a lot of questions here. And then follow up for this question is, I guess for all of us is, Kirby or Mario series? What? Mario. Easy. Like, based off the series that exists? or Like the series, series of games? Or yeah, like series of we... games. Oh, Mario. Although I do love Kirby 64 and the Crystal Shards. I love Kirby games. I just wish they weren't so, like, easy to breeze through. I guess some people want that sometimes. But yeah. Like, like, Forgotten Land was, like, some of the most fun I had on the Switch title. But I wish it would just had more. I don't know. I was having so much fun with the power. I, like, I, I feel like it was different. just like like a watered down Odyssey, though. You know what I mean? Like, right. But I wish like it was on an Odyssey level, but with that much like power ups. You know? Like, oh yeah. So fun. There was a lot of stuff that I definitely enjoyed in Forgotten Land, and I wish we got more of. But I think the replayability of Mario series is what's going to make me also say Mario. Yeah. Plus, like you have the speedrunning community and everything like that. Like Ma- Mario just. I mean, they're the king, king right. of the franchise for a reason. Kirby's a close second, though. I do love the Kirby series. Love the Kirbos. Sakurai, you're it's, a, it's, a hard, it's a hard pick, but I think just the replayability of the Mario series yeah, is Mario, what edges out. Mario definitely takes the cake on them, but Forgotten Land, definitely very good game, too. No discredit to the Kirby series. I love copy abilities and stuff. Thank you, Connie, for the question and for these next few questions that we have here. Keep them coming, Connie. Uh, again, from Connie, she's asking, if you could have an anime hair color and style, what would it be? And what would your day fit be? Like, Damn, you know I already what? dress like a cartoon character, considering I wear the <laughs> same fit like every day at work. Yeah, you're definitely Hanna Barbera. What about hair color? I mean, I already got red hair, so I guess I would go like super red hair, like fucking uh, like Karishima from My Hero Academia or something like that. <laughs> go full Red Riot. I'd be down for that. And what about the outfit? Just casual clothes, or would you have like a yeah, just casual? I just, I just want to wear jeans and hoodie every day of my life. Okay, very fair. Kevin, for me, anime hair color. I don't know. Do I feel like I? Could, you want to be can, like Hiei so bad? No, not here. I could definitely pull off. I feel like the hair cut, the hairstyles I want, I could definitely pull off. I could definitely pull off the Yusuke hairstyle. But I feel like, can I do the Yugi Moto? 
Yu-Gi-Moto that you no, do not have enough hair for that, man. <laughs> I don't know. She's like, I, I, did, I did think Yu-Gi-Moto though. Like when I, I started I thinking about mind, this question, I wouldn't mind doing Yu-Gi-Moto. I was like, I what is like iconic anime hair? And definitely Yu-Gi-Moto stands out. I wouldn't mind doing that. I wouldn't also mind having like the hairstyle of Biakia. from Biakia Kichi. Oh, from Bleach. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay, like, okay, okay. Yeah, how he has like this head style. Like, he has like a little three clips thing. I'm like, that looks pretty cool. Tight. Also, uh, Bashida from Blue Lock. Blue I don't have his hairstyle. I, that's that's the like that. that's the king, right? No, that's not the king. Bashida is like the weird weird one kind of dude. He's the one who like was sleeping in the first episode. Oh wait, what? Yeah, the the straight across bangs. I want to say they're straight across bangs. They are. One of the other characters literally calls them straight bangs or, or like jagged bangs or something. Like this guy bangs. No, this dude bangs. <laughs> Love a boy. <laughs> She's saying what I would pick. That's what I would pick. Well, All right. I think as well as for my day fit, I would definitely wear anything from like the splash pages of like Shaman King, uh, One Piece, and Bleach. Also, My Hero Academia. Those like the fits in those splash pages. They're fucking. My they're Hero fucking dope. fits. They're fucking dope. You know, I specifically I would want like the end credit scene from um, Jujutsu Kaisen because there's just such a vibe in that like end credits song. Jujutsu Kaisen. Season one, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the Lost Paradise, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's just just chill ass streetwear yeah. vibing. What about what about you, Rich? You get yeah. those fits off. Uh, damn, you know who has really like this is an obscure one, but I'm trying to think of more realistic maybe to go in sense of my fashion. But uh, the what's the fuck Minoru from the Death Note one shot? <laughs> yeah, it's very cool. Uh. Right? I know what you're talking about. <laughs> From the sequel one? Yeah, show? yeah. yeah. Right. He's very cool here. Maybe maybe very uh, obscure pick, but... I like it. I like it. Deep cuts. We appreciate those. All right. Pretty solid picks. Pretty solid picks. Uh, what about your day fit? Same fit? He has a really cool white windbreaker that he wears. Hmm. I feel like that, that could be like some some high tier, like Yoji or Yamamoto <laughs> or something, <laughs> like, something like that. So All right. I'll go with that. Or, you know, I like the fits they get off in, like, some of the fits they get off in, like I said, Air Gear I mentioned earlier. Or even, yeah. even the fits they get off in um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> you know whose hair? You know what? No, Sheesh. no. Scrap, scrap that. Scrap that. Actually, let me, yeah. let me go. Let me, re, let me re-scrap everything. I want... Giorno's hairstyle. <laughs> Giorno. I want... Just I just want to be deal friend. <laughs> it was me. Deal. I want his feet and I want I his am hair. approaching you now. <laughs> oh my god. All right, next all right. question that we have from Connie. Again, thank you, Connie, so like much for like all the these most questions. Tame, like, yeah, seriously. You know what? <laughs> Record scratch. Fucking Jerno. Uh, she's asking, "What is your favorite uh, color palette?" And also, what's your with your love for Nike? What do you mean? What's Who up with the love for Nike? Nike. For I real? Love, I love Air Maxes. I love Jordans. I love those obscure, like you're welcome, smaller Nike sports shoes. Dude, I yeah. love I love Nike SBs, Nike Dunks, Nike like, SBs. Definitely, I do yeah. like Nike Air Maxes, and I actually, I'm looking to get myself a pair of uh, Nike Warachas. Oh yeah, I'm d- my next shoes. I'm gonna buy are some shoe. like just nice classic Nike Blazers. That's Nike what everyone Blazer tells heads. me about the Nike Warachas. Comfortable shoes, so I'm excited to get those. Oh yeah, dude. Nikes are the shit, man. As far as the color palette goes, I just like working with like I don't know. They're like not. Nah. Fully pastel, but they're not like hard bright colors either. They're somewhere in between. I just like I like pinks. I like like blues. I like like greens. I like yeah stuff like that. And then like shading into them and working around them. I don't know. I like it and definitely adds to like just getting attention. The whole digital art thing, and posting. You mm-hmm. know, 
True. Cool, cool. I love I love a good like vaporwave style. Nice. Yeah. Like like cool. just hard like eighties yeah. like bright popping colors. Yeah, I was on Tumblr two thousand fourteen. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I, got of, I got a lot of inspiration from those colors too. Yeah. And then last question from Connie once again we're having is what are you watching right now and what are you playing? Also spicy or sour? Spicy. Oh, and spicy. sour actually. Spicy. I really those are like two of my favorite. I'm all spicy. And well, I'm definitely all spicy. I'm playing Xenoblade Chronicles three. My nice. man crazy adventure to embark on we have uh we have the biggest xenoblade hater right here across from us i'm not a hater i just don't (laughs) like them you're that's hating i'm not hating i'm not saying they're bad it's just they're not for me that's hating (laughs) sometimes they can be a chore but i'm just i'm going through it i'm i'm getting it i'm getting into it i mean i just started i'm like maybe like three hours in so fair what am i currently playing i just finished uh earthbound and i'm playing uh earthbound 2 the real one uh, dude, I'm not playing anything right now. I was either going to do another playthrough of Cyberpunk 2077 or, um, start the, uh, uh, Star Wars game with Cal Kestis, whose name I can't think of right now. Uh, Fallen Order. Yeah. Oh, yeah okay. As for, uh, what are you guys watching then? I guess to wrap it up here. Uh, based off your recommendation, I've been watching, uh, Mega Man NT Warriors before it's <laughs> off YouTube, uh, as well as Zoids. And, uh, you know, I always have my One Piece going. I'm on, like, ex- episode, like, 580 or something like that at this point, so... Catching up eventually. I mean, uh, spring anime stuff is starting up, so I'm definitely going to start tuning in to more of that. But it's always hard to keep up. I like binging, so maybe I'll wait, I'll wait for stuff to binge. But I'm always just watching stuff on repeat like while stuff is loading up. always watching my classics like Code Geass and um, Seinfeld. <laughs> this is all stuff I just ran Code Geass and Seinfeld. That's I mean, <laughs> I'm the two greatest animes ever made. <laughs> I'm always watching King of the Hill, but I'm also watching um, Eden of the East. You guys want to check that out? Uh, Futo P, which is a Kamen Rider anime. Uh, no, another one that I'm watching is also called... Damn, this man's blowing his Rex for next week. Yeah. And I got plenty more. Uh, Natsume Yujin Cho. It's also, these are all available on Crunchyroll. I don't know. I went on Crunchyroll. I was like, you know what? Let me branch out of stuff. There you go. So, yeah, that's what I'm currently watching all. Everyone go read Goku Rakugai. New one jump. It's like six chapters. This guy writes very slow, but the art is immaculate. All mm-hmm. right. Good cool. shit. And good stuff. Uh, but aside from that, anything else you guys want to cap the night off on here? It's been an honor being here amongst um, animation elders. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the way you phrase that. <laughs> no, kidding. Uh, it's been a very fun time here. You know, this is my first time doing a potty. So. <laughs> first and only. Exclusive contract. Sorry, user-friendly. Sorry, Pops. I'm just kidding. So, <laughs> it's been fun talking about all this stuff. Maybe we'll be back. Who knows? Hell yeah. I would love that, uh, man. Maybe, yeah. You could, you could replace Brian. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold up. And we'll close on that. <laughs> End episode. <laughs> Stop recording. This is Filthy Rich signing out, drinking. Uh, where, where can our, where can our guests uh, find you before you sign off? <laughs> you can't find me. Don't look for me. <laughs> um Filthy Rich on Instagram, filthy F L T H Y period Rich R I C H on Instagram. You can also go to filthyrich.com and um same as the Instagram I am TikTok. So check me out. I'm dropping some new merch soon if you like the style. Oh hell yeah. Get something for your mom. <laughs> oh yeah, mother's name uh, around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, much love to y'all. All right, and as always, you can find us over here at Diversion64 on Instagram and Twitter. And soon to be YouTube. We'll have video for you guys soon. 
Uh, as for me, you can find me over at Geek Night 90 on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok. And bumblingbee underscore on Instagram. And don't worry about the rest of it, folks. <laughs> but as always, we appreciate you, our guest here, Filthy Rich, for being on here in the podcast. And for all of you for listening in for another episode of the Divergence Podcast. The best one yet. This one's going to run it up. Oh, for <laughs> sure. For let's sure. So. This, this was taking us over the top, man. Let's hope so. Uh, but, you know, always remember to have yourselves a damn good one. Later, losers. Peace.